the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. Man, I am fired up for all sorts of reasons. Uh, let me tell you about reason number one. This is Jacob Coates. Let me just say, hey, how are you doing, first of all? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Happy to be here. Man, I'm really excited that you're here. Let me tell you, just set up a little bit about who Jacob is. Um, he is a going to be a major league baseball pitcher. He is in the minor league organization, organization of the Houston Astros. I know we have some Astros fans out there. And uh, remind me... Did you go to Clemens or Steele? I can't believe I don't remember. Clemens. Clemens. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's right. Sorry no about worries. that, man. No worries. It's all about the buffs. All yeah, about the buffs. That's right. So I want to give a quick shout-out, too, to Alyssa Leland. I really appreciate that. You guys apparently have known each other for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I met her at Clemens, actually. Okay. Uh, she was always really nice to me. I was the... You know, the weird, kind of awkward kid um, in, in freshman English there, and she was always really good to me. So <laughs> You were the weird, awkward kid? Yeah, I was. Tell I me was, about that. Was, well, what are you talking about? I was just, like, you know, kind of dorky and, you know, long and, you know, lanky, gangly arms. And, uh, you know, she was a short, pretty girl who knew people, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't super popular. So she uh, she was always really nice to me. I always appreciated her a lot. So, oh, man, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I appreciate her, too. She's just a burst of sunshine wherever she goes. And she found me after church one day and she said, hey, do you ever take like, you know, ideas for interviews? And then she told me that you're a Messianic Jew who's also going to be a Major League Baseball player <laughs> and who was, I don't know if she knew this, but pretty soon I found out you were undrafted out of college. Um, you have overcome you know, some things already. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is right in my lane of talking to Christian difference makers. And I love sports and we love to share um, stories of inspiration. And your story, I mean, is that, but let me just cover some of like, not the end of the story, but where you are today, just to say, um, and maybe Mark will put up a video just so you know, Jacob Coates, he is throwing just flames, just fire. Um, so you got a little video going on, 98 miles per hour. Yes, sir. And then the next pitch, 98 miles per hour. Maybe the first one was 97. I don't know the sequence. And the video that he's showing was of you pitching where? Uh, it was Winston-Salem, but we were with the Asheville Tourist. Yes, okay. Our high affiliate. So, yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. And that just happened. I mean, this is just a couple of months ago. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was uh, mid-May, something Mid-May. Like that. Okay. June, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. All right. This is your first professional season. Yes, all right, let's back up because um, you tell me about like those three days of the draft. Um, so, you know, I had talked to a couple scouts. Or actually, I'm sorry. I had, I had heard a couple scouts were interested in me. You uh, just heard. Season. Yeah, they hadn't talked to me. I'd seen them in the stands, um, you know, our pitching coach and 
Um, he was and this talking, is at Houston Baptist, are you talking yes, about? Yes, okay. Houston Christian now, so it's kind of Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Houston Christian. No, that's Christian. all right. That's all right. We were HBU there, yeah, Houston Baptist. But, <laughs> you uh, already changed it, though, yeah. man. You're such a sharp guy. Yeah, I'm like, on it. I'm Houston on it. Houston Christian, you got the new gear. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but, yeah, he, he had told me, you know, the Rays were interested in me. And, you know, a couple of the organizations I'd see, you know, in the stands. Um, and I'd have, you know, decent outings in front of them. A couple times I had just awful outings in, in front of some scouts. Okay. Um, so I was like optimistic that there was a chance. I yeah. didn't really think I would get drafted. You know, the, the draft got cut short um, oh. after COVID. It was five oh. rounds in 2020. Um, after you know, normally being 40 rounds, it got cut to five. Wait, then, time out. Yeah, <laughs> it was just five rounds in 2020. This past year it was 20 rounds, but um, because of COVID, they that's not normal. Out. Yeah. So what? I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't see myself getting drafted. If you ask my dad, it's a different story. Um, oh, man, he, he your dad was almost here. Round, yeah. But I was expecting like an undrafted deal or at least okay. optimistic that I could get an undrafted deal um, you know, okay. right after the draft. Um, three days came and went. My name wasn't called. You so know, that was, was not like, a big surprise, though, to you. Right. Not a, not a huge surprise. Not a huge surprise. Right. I mean, you hope maybe. Yeah, right. Maybe, exactly. Right. But, Just kind of like, you know, I'd heard my name was on some boards and stuff like that. Okay. I hadn't, you know, actually talked to any any scouts myself. Yeah. Um, okay. So I didn't know what to think. Um, you know, we only had one other guy get signed to play professional baseball also with the Astros. Uh, his name's Kyle Gruller okay. um, from HBU. So that was the only guy that I knew personally that had been dealing with this stuff recently. He, he got an undrafted deal in 2020. Okay. So I didn't know what to expect. You know, I didn't know who yeah. to ask. I didn't even know where to go. You know, did you have an agent? I don't know how this works. Okay. No, sir. All right. Yeah, All nothing right. yet because like I said, I didn't even know if there was interest, you know, if I thought right. there was some legitimate interest, that's when guys start to go get agents. But okay. I, I yeah, you're just educating anything. me. No, that's I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I don't know if I'm the expert, but yeah, <laughs> from this is my perspective yeah, on yeah, how yeah. things typically go, you know. Um, so I had, you know, no clue um, if I was going to get drafted, but I was optimistic. Yeah. But last couple of days after the draft, still nothing came. Nothing. So I was like, man, like, I want to keep playing. You know, I, I talked to my parents. Like, I still think I can get guys out. Um, yeah, I think I have the abilities, you know what do you think? And they're like, if you think you can get guys out, you know, we think you can get guys out. So they, you know, let me keep living at home. And Man. I kept training and I got with this group called uh, Tread Athletics uh, based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. How did that happen? Um, I'd seen them on social media. I'd been following some of their stuff okay. for a, a few years. Um, trying to like put in the videos that they put out, their free content, put it into, into play myself. And it, it helped me a lot. You know, really? Coming out of JUCO, I, uh, I was throwing like 84 miles an hour, top in 84. Wait, stop it. Yeah, yeah. So, man, I could talk your ear off about Let's this, hear it. All, all, the, all the boring details. but No, yeah, I want so. the details. All right. We want the details. So, so, I mean, yeah, you hang in there with us because I want to hear the details. Uh, you can back up if you want. Tell us about okay. yeah, throwing 84. Okay. So, I guess I can start in high school. Um, didn't play yeah. much. Um, I was on JV as a junior in high school. Um, <laughs> you, you can ask ask Alyssa about that. You know, oh, and all my the, gosh. All the emotional turmoil that I was in, you know, and, and you know, trying to stay alive, basically just just keep playing baseball. Uh, made wow. it to varsity as a senior, you know, because everybody. You're going to be that so. Michael Jordan story I where so. they say I he's so. like on JV. Yeah. You really were. Yeah, I really was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim as a junior. Was. Yeah, I uh, didn't get called up for the playoffs uh, as a Dang, junior. Dang, come on, yeah, man. nothing, uh, nothing. So I, I play a little bit as a senior. You would look good even coming off the bus. Yeah, like, I <laughs> yeah. think I would call you up for the playoffs right. even if I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping, Come you know, but, but nothing, nothing yeah. came from it. So Alyssa, unfortunately, was my my free therapist there for she a, was? a lot of that. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, you know, oh, she heard awesome. a lot about I a lot about that whether she wanted to or not. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that was a hard time. Very, very tough. Um, you know, my dad 
that kind of helped me. Mom and dad, of course, um, yeah. really helped me stay afloat. And how did they? I mean, were there times in high school where you're like, "Well, forget it." I yeah, mean, like, I almost I quit just... twice. Okay, yeah, I almost quit twice. Um, the first time, you know, I was really struggling. It was my freshman year. Um, I was the only one of like my immediate friend group that made the team. Um, so everybody else had friends from football and okay. uh, people they were close to. I knew a good amount of guys on the team, <clears throat> but I wasn't like like close to, I didn't even know who I was going to play catch with each day, you know? Yeah. Um, that's, so that that's was hard. That was tough. Yeah. And then, you know, struggled on JV. And, um, after my sophomore year, I was like, yeah, I think that's, that's it. You know, wow. I'll try, to, try to do something else, but I heard a, a different coach was coming in and I was optimistic and a uh, different JV coach. So I was like, I'm optimistic, man. I'm going to give him, give him a shot, you know, and man. It ended up being fantastic for me. If that JV coach hadn't come, you might've just said, forget oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I would have, I would have, yeah, I had made up my mind. I hadn't told my dad yet, but um, I'd made up my mind yeah. that like, man, I'm, yeah. if I, I was, I was going to stay through the class, you know, try to make the team. And if I didn't make varsity that year, I was, I right. was just done. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but especially mm-hmm. since I didn't make varsity and he was a JV coach, you know, he really like quite literally saved my career there, you know? Yeah. So yeah, Brian Owens, um, he was my, okay. my junior year English teacher. Yeah. Um, great dude. Absolutely. Great dude. Um, how did he help you? I, I mean, just, Kind of making me feel like he believed in me, you know, like I, like you I had a shot. Have and even if I, I wasn't figuring it out, he made me feel like, you know, I was, I was on the path, you know, I, I had a chance to, to figure things out. And, um, you know, he, he was a man of faith and, and kind of helped me that way, reminding me like, you know, who, who God is and, and what he does. And, That's awesome. Um, yeah, that was, that was huge for me. So I, I got a lot of love for Brian Owens. Wow. Um, you know, he, he's coaching up in Waco now. He's um, up in he's Waco. He's high school, uh, head coach for a high school football team now. Uh, which so I'm really happy for him and his wife and kids and everything. But you know, I miss being able to run up to Clements and, and say, "Hey, you know." So yeah, he was always yeah. a friendly, you know, smiling face, and yeah, I really, really appreciate him. Oh man, that's awesome. So he believed in you. So you you make it through your junior year. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. and that was with him. Yes, and then your senior year, senior year, get called up to varsity, basically just because like all seniors make it. Like okay, uh, you go to varsity whether you're going to play or not. You know. Wow. Uh, so I play a little bit. Um, I, you know, I got some, you know, increased some strength and, and some velocity, but still wasn't just blowing guys out of the water. So okay. I played a lot in preseason, but didn't play a whole lot once the you know, district, district and everything. And playoffs and everything. I only got one inning in, in playoffs. And okay, um, from a coaching perspective, like if you were a coach watching you pitch as a senior, I mean. Like, would you have given yourself more opportunities? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, right. It's, it's tough to say. Um, I thought I could hang with anybody, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, the arrogant side of me as an athlete uh, says, like, <laughs> dude, I, I was the best guy on the team. You know, whether that was true or not, I don't, I don't know, you know, but uh, you that's kind of have mentality. to have that sort of mentality, yes, though you better, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Um, so, I mean, I definitely <laughs> thought I had earned my spot, um, but. Fact of the matter yeah. is, the, the coach didn't see it that way, you know. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I sat the bench a lot, and um, you still try to be a good teammate and, and handle everything I could. From That's that hard, side, you know. It is. It is hard, um, especially as, as a young kid, where you know it's preached to you all the time, but it's tough to get your mind to, to switch to that. Where it's like, dude, I'm not playing, so I'm just going to be be a good teammate here and right. you know, support my guys that that are on the field, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, went through my senior year, um, had no college offers throughout my senior year. Yeah, how um, would they have known about you? I mean, yeah, uh, I mean maybe travel ball or whatever. No, I, I didn't play travel ball. Okay. I kind of dealt with like some minor injuries here and there. Okay, um, stuff that wasn't like I need surgery, but it was keeping me out from from playing. You know? Okay, okay. Um, so, so yeah. no offers. So now it's time. Like people are saying, like you know, yeah, it's like, time. Hang them up. Yeah, it's like, dude, like come on now, you know. 
but I mean, I wanted to keep going. You know, I wanted to keep going, and this is um, awesome. I, I felt like I could. So I got two offers uh, after our season ender, ended from uh, Division three school, uh, two Division three schools. Okay, um, it was uh, Texas Lutheran College or University right. in Seguin, and then Concordia University in Austin. Okay, just outside of Austin. Right. Um, really wanted to go to both of them. You know, really liked the coaching okay. staff and everything I saw, but I yeah. just simply couldn't afford it. You know, it's yeah. Um, very expensive those private D3 schools. Those D3 schools, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, those are expensive usually. Uh, yeah, so I just um, – I ended up actually partially tearing my UCL um, that summer. Turned turn both of those schools down, you know, regretfully. but Just because, uh, yeah. yeah. just had to. Yeah. Um, and then shortly after, I tore my, my UCL and my – my elbow, my throwing elbow. What? Uh, that's, yeah, that's the, the the ligament people have Tommy John on. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was, it was. Luckily, I didn't have Tommy John. You know, it was a partial tear. Okay. Um, but so when it's a complete tear, you have that's Tommy John time. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But you had a partial tear. Uh, Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I did this uh, experimental um, therapy, I guess I would call it. Uh, yeah. Called uh, PRP, platelet-rich plasma. So okay. take the blood out, spin it, get the plasma out, and then eject it into the injured site. So it's supposed to help it, you know, rejuvenate and wow and heal faster. Yeah. So, you know, still experimental and like I'm doing all this just to like maybe have a place to play, you know. Right. That's, that was that was tough, you know. Right. And, um all my buddies and you know, people on social media are going out and to to college and, and getting those first experiences and yeah. you know, I was staying at home and just going to Lakeview and Yeah. Um Wow. Not even getting to do what I love to do, you know. So that was, that was, that was a Y'all tough time. Y'all can see man. the movie coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can see this, you know, pick the scenes that are going to make the movie. Yeah, All right, yeah. so go on. So um, end up finally committing to a junior college the, the December after my junior year or my senior year. All right. So, yeah, I mean, six months later six after months. graduation, somewhere around there. Cool. How did yeah. that even happen? Um, so our shortstop at uh, Paris Junior College, he went to high school with me. Okay. And I posted on my Twitter, you know, you know, I came back throwing, you know, throwing hard. And so you were throwing harder at this point. I was, yeah, I was, I was up to 88 in the, in the bullpen okay. that, I, that I showed. Okay. Um, Brian retweeted it. Our coach is big on Twitter. He saw it um, kind of been like, Hey, this guy needs a spot, you know, like what's the deal here? Um, you know, Brian Kincaid, our shortstop, he helped me out. Good. Um, Good. In contact with him. Um, coach Cox offered me <laughs> a spot there. He said, look, I don't have any money. Um, you know, it was right before Christmas break, so everybody shuts down for the year. Everybody's been gone, so I didn't visit the campus. I never met the coach or anything. <laughs> it was like a blind follow, like, man, it's an opportunity. And, that, and that's really all I've ever asked for It's just yeah. an opportunity yeah. to, to prove that I can get guys out, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I took it. And he sounded honest, and I was excited to, just to have an opportunity. And He sounded um, honest? He did, he did. Yeah, I mean, um, you tried to pick up on that just because some coaches will tell you one thing and then – Correct. Players find out it's not right. true or whatever. Right. Yeah. But he was it, pretty honest. He, he was. He, he was honest with me and just shot straight like, look, man, you know, you know, we need pitching. I don't have any money for you. So if you got to go somewhere else, you know, if yeah. anybody else is interested in you and they have money, I completely understand. But yeah. we don't have any scholarship money left. You know, yeah. We just gave the, the last one away. Um, who actually ended up being my roommate. He got the last scholarship. So okay. it's like, you know, if you want the spot, it's yours. But if not, then, you know, I have no, no hard feelings, basically, yeah. you know. Yeah. But he did um, need pitching. He did, yes. He so did. at least you're not going somewhere where they got 15 arms in front of you or whatever. Right. I, don't, I don't know the numbers. Right, but. right. Well, at least he made it sound like they needed oh. pitching. You oh, know? okay, uh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, I ended up playing a lot that year. Okay. Um, I, I came in and I felt like I earned my spot. Um, okay, good. I certainly was not throwing 88 like I was in that, that bullpen. I was like okay. 81 to 83. I don't know what happened. My okay. My just went down. Um, but okay. I was able to, to hit my spots and mix and um, – 
you know, had a pretty good change up and okay. So change strikes. up your, your kind of second pitch. Yeah. That, that's, that's what got me all through college. I didn't have any college. kind of breaking ball, um, you know, to save my life until my last year. So I <laughs> okay. uh, still breaking ball, still not great, you know? Okay. Um, but how do you, how do you throw your change up? I know we don't have a baseball, but what's your, uh, it's like grip? a circle change. A circle grip. change. Yeah. Okay. So I really okay. try to feel it roll off my middle finger and okay. then off my ring and okay. try to get on the inside of the baseball. Yeah. So you were throwing 81, 82 yeah, and then I, your change up was coming in 73 ish. I'd say 72, 73 <laughs> yeah, if I had yeah. to guess. Um, and you were getting guys out. I was, yeah, just because wow. I was able to mix uh, mix speed. But I certainly wasn't. I wouldn't say I was dominating. You yeah, know, I wasn't striking guys out, blowing anybody up. I was just kind of getting them to roll out. Yeah, know, going rolling to double plays when I needed to come in, and yeah, um, that was nice, you know. But I actually almost didn't play that first weekend, and I still wonder what that would have done to my mentality. Uh, we had a four game set, okay, um, and it was against. Uh, Eastern Oklahoma, Eastfield, something like that. I can't remember okay. the one team. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was a three-game like kind of round-robin tournament type yeah. of style yeah, thing. Yeah. And the other team was Weatherford College uh-huh. um, up near Dallas. Yeah. And um, played two in, in Oklahoma against Eastfield, and we played two at our place against Weatherford. Okay. Um, first two games, it was freezing cold. Um, yeah. Came and went. I didn't even, you know, they didn't even say, you know, coach moving around or anything like that. Yeah. I was coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Um, third, game, third game comes, still nothing. Fourth game's going and going and going, still nothing. It's late in the weekend. I know this is our last game. It's freezing. Yeah. My parents came all the way up, six-hour drive. Yeah. They came all the way up to see me. Still nothing yet. Um, but it just so happened that on our way, way back from Oklahoma, yeah. one of our pitchers stopped at the Pizza Hut, got food poisoning. So he was down. So he would have been the last guy up. But in the, the ninth inning in a tied game, they called me. No way. So I come in. Yeah, they, they get me going. And I, I come in in the ninth inning. And um uh, Tie game, give up a leadoff double, and then oh end up gosh. shutting it down. So everybody's flipping out. It's, it were three and zero on the weekend. It's our head coach's first year as a head coach. So wow. you know a lot kind of riding here. You know, yeah. this could really determine you know how our season went. Um, you know, get out of it. He sends me back out for the tenth. Another leadoff double. Get out of it again. No run score. A leadoff double, like in both innings. Both innings. Yes, That's sir. crazy. Yeah. And then like a guy on second base, man. Yeah. yeah. With no outs and, and no outs. able to, able to shut it down. Um, wow, you know, God, God smiled on me for sure. And uh, well, you must have a certain uh, mental toughness about you. I mean, obviously you made it this far, but you must have a mental toughness because that guy, so. <laughs> your first appearance, and the guy's on second base with no outs, and yes, I mean every opportunity to lose the game, right. really. Right. I right. mean the bunt, sack fly, whatever, one base hit. Right. You know, yeah. you must have some real mental toughness about uh, you, Jacob. I don't know about that. Maybe just if kind your of, dad kind was here, he would agree with me. <laughs> foolishness. <laughs> just, just foolish enough to believe that that I'm going to get out of it. You know, I think that kind of works in my advantage. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I got out of it, and then we ended up walking it off in the bottom of the tenth. So wow, got my first win and struck out and appearance wow. all in the same day. My parents yeah. were there. And, um, that kind of. Cemented me having, or I guess not cemented me having a spot, but really gave me an opportunity to continue to get opportunities. Yeah. Um, and that was huge for me. But okay. I, I sit and wonder, like, what my, after dealing all that stuff in high school and struggling with coaches and, and not playing much, yeah. if I, you know, drove six hours away from my, my friends and family and, you know, sat out there in the freezing cold and just to not play again, you know, I wonder where my <laughs> mentality would have gone, you know. Um, but no, it, it, God smiled on me. I think he, I think he knew where it would have gone, and yeah. so that's why he made yeah. that, made that happen for me. And I mean, looking back, if I mean, we're obviously just speculating, but 
that might have been it. You might have then right. just said, okay, right. forget it. Right. At and this just kind point. of spiraled. And, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it, wow. it really it has been, you know, quite a bit of thank you, just Pizza surviving. Hut. Yeah. Thank yeah. You yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> thank you, Pizza Hut. Thank you, God. You know, so, you know, it was my buddy who got sick. You know, I'm okay. not happy for that. I know. That, no, but, no. Uh, you know, that, that ended up working in my favor there. Yeah. So I was very, very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I uh, came back the next year, earned a starting job, you know, struggled in the fall how, a little bit. I'm just curious, like, about how many innings, like, for a JUCO season, like, that first year? Uh, first year, about. I think I got 25, okay. 27, okay. I think, that's somewhere a, around there. Seems like a lot to me. Yeah, I, I, mean, out, that's out of the a pen, lot. You know, of, I would, yeah, say, I would yeah. say that was a decent amount. I had that's some long relief outings. And, okay. Um, you know, we played 56 games. So, yeah. And, you know, three games in three days. So, it's like. That's a lot. Yeah, I'd say it was a decent amount. So, I was happy with that. You yeah. Know? Um, but I knew I wanted to start. Um, especially since I didn't throw hard, I knew like if I was going to find a, a four year school, I wanted to start there, you know? Okay. Um, so struggled in the fall a little bit, um, just with some, you know, with some health issues, you know, just elbow okay. just kind of flared up on me again. I was super small, super small. Like I was like six foot six, one eighty five pounds, you know? Okay. Um, what are you now? Just so uh, we two thirty five. Yeah. Yeah. Six, six, two thirty five. <laughs> okay. So put some weight on and, um, you know, tried to clamp some mechanics, but still didn't really gain any velocity. You know, coming out of Juco, I was throwing 84 miles an hour. Okay. Um, when we went to Angelina College, and I was a starter, so the starters who aren't pitching that day set up in the stands. So you on you the were starter game. now, yes. which is what you wanted. Correct. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. Uh, jumping ahead, is that what you would prefer if given opportunity now? Uh, certainly in college. Um, okay. Because, you know, that's when you get the most opportunities. Okay. Um, but in pro ball, I really like coming out of the pen okay. and, and being a – they have me, like, in a closer role. Yeah. Um, so I really like just coming in when the – when it matters and the game's on the line and, and trying to, to help the team out and get some guys out of jams. You, know? you look to me, and I'm sorry for all these parentheses, no, but right. you look to me watching uh, just some short, those videos, like you have the emotion of a closer, at least what you demonstrate <laughs> on the field. Like yes, you get fired up. Yes, sir. Yes, and when sir. you blow somebody away, like there's some emotion. There's yes, there's not just like a tug on the cap. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It looks like a closer. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I, uh, my dad, okay. dad hates it. You know, he, he wants me to, to be this, the stone face killer type thing, you know, uh, but man, I'm fired up and I, I can't contain it. So, uh, you know, I never mean any disrespect to the opponent. It's like, I'm fired up that I was able to do this. Right. Not that like, no, right, right. Just, You're not or, trying to show yeah, them up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, so I, okay. I, I really like being a being a closer here. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's nice. That's who you are. I mean, though that emotion is something God has given you. Right. I mean, that's not you're not pretending to be somebody else. I remember as a kid trying to pretend mm-hmm. to be. Um, you wouldn't know him because you're young, but there was a relief pitcher named Tug McGraw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have heard of his Absolutely. one of his sons, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. yep. but Tug McGraw was my player, okay. and um, he I loved watching his emotion. He would slap his thigh with his glove, but oh, it was okay. really who he was. Right. And I remember one little league game, like coming out there and trying to you know do that just because it just looked so cool. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. wasn't really me for pitching you know right, on the field. Right, yeah. But that's who you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I bet your team you know your teammates feed off of that. Yes, I mean, sir. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they at least they seem to, you know. They they t- they tell me it works. Uh, I hope I don't look like like a fool out there, you know. No but, way, no um, way. Okay, know, I, I really do try to to just be use it to my advantage and try to be who I am and um, <clears throat> not try to like play up or play down. Right. you know, my emotion. Just right. kind of let it let it happen and yeah, and, you know, of course, control it and, and you know, not get when things are going bad. Don't let things you know show and just kind of manage my feelings there. But right. Uh, man, when I'm when I'm fired up, you know, yeah. be fired up. And yeah, kind of pitch with that. You know, and I think if I'm focusing on you know, masking my emotion and trying to keep everything in a little right. box, then I'm, I'm not focusing on what I need to be focusing on right. at the plate. So, right. 
um, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of my mentality there. Yeah, which is, I know we're just having like a conversation, and you seem real chill or whatever. But it, uh, you know, maybe you know, if we weren't on radio, you'd be like, "Yeah, here yeah. we go, here we go." Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I try to flip the switch, you know, and um, you know, get pumped up and, and get a little angry in the bullpen, you know, before I go in and. <laughs> Uh, try to just you know that that's you get a little I, angry. Yeah, I try to you know. What just, kind of mental trick? Like, how do you do that? And we're going back. Don't worry if you're listening or watching. We're going back to where <laughs> we were. But yeah, how do you like pump yourself up to get angry? Like, uh, well, I just remember. Can you tell us? Yeah, uh, it might so sound like, a little ridiculous, not in the moment, but um, I think since I've struggled with coaches in the past and playing time, oh, um, I kind of channeled that, that feeling of like, man, they, they slept on you, you know, they they didn't believe in you, you're not supposed to be here, you know, go show them, you know, chip on the shoulder. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Chip on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of what I feel here and, uh, be like, man, they, you know, they didn't, they didn't trust you for this or that. And, you know, I'm a I struggle because, like, when I when I get a coach that really believes in me and, and I, I really like being with, I struggle, and it's like I'm trying to invent things or just pull things out of thin air to be mad at them about, you know? Yeah. Because um, it's like I let up, you know, I let up off, off the uh, off the gas table and yeah, uh, I mean off the gas pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, it's it's I struggle, you know. So I'm yeah. like, man, you know, I, his shoes are ugly, you know. Like, you know, you know coach didn't right. give me the food I wanted, you know, just something to be mad at them about, right. you know? Right. Um, and then I just kind of feel guilty about it, being mad at the guy for nothing, you know. But but in the moment, you know, just trying to yeah grasp channel so, something. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. Okay, man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm having a great time talking to Jacob Coates. He is a baseball pitcher in the Houston Astros organization, doing great things. Love his faith. We're going to talk more about that. He's a Messianic Jew. That'll be coming up in the next episode or even the third episode. This is a three-part series, so we're just getting started. Next uh, Saturday, next episode, you'll hear more of Jacob Coates' incredible stories, and we're just having a great time. So I want to remind you what you're going to find out, if you haven't learned yet, is he is very bold in his faith And being very bold comes from just recognizing the hope that God has given us. This is what the Apostle Paul wrote, and he said this in 2 Corinthians 3.12. It's why we're called Very Bold Radio and Podcast, why we're called Very Bold Ministries, and why we are called Very Bold Scrapping and even Very Bold Athletes. It's because this, Paul said, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.